everyone, you're listening to a sneak peek of Kate and Matt's new podcast, So I Was Thinking, hosted entirely and exclusively on the But Why Though community website's Patreon page. Check it out. Welcome to our brand new show, So I Was Thinking, hosted by me, Kate, and Matt. Hello. And this show will be hosted exclusively on the Patreon page for But Why Though, a geek community. But in this first episode, we're going to be giving you a sneak peek of what you can expect from our podcast on that platform. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about your internet profile and all of the things that go on with that. It should be exciting or frightening. Or terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. I'm leaning towards terrifying right now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, terrifying. <laughs> so I guess we can start off with, I guess we should break down what is your internet profile? Yeah. Yeah, like define. We need to be proper scholars and define our terms. What do we talk? What are we talking about when we need internet profile? So I'm assuming for my for your internet profile, which is what we should go with, uh, basically anything you put on your internet, put on your internet, <laughs> on my internet, on my internet. You're doing this on Kate Sanchez's internet. Well, maybe if you get a VPN, then it technically like it, right? That's fair. But also, what I did right, so what I did right there is technically an example of something that I am putting into the world, which is my last name, which it, it's on my Twitter and stuff, so that's fine. But, like, that is an extra piece of information that now somebody has on me. Yeah. So, basically, what you may not know, if you can actually just probably Google yourself, you may not think you're important, but pretty much anybody can find out almost any information they want about you to an extent, depending on how much you actually put on the internet. So, obviously, people don't think about it, but like Kate said, as Kate Sanchez, as her Twitter profile. Guess what? We now know your first and last name. Um, depending on your location you put on stuff, you have, obviously, probably a city you live in. And depending on how large of a city you live in, can probably depend on how easy it is to find you on that way. Um, yep. And Wherever you check into. Yes. And so, what people don't realize is, honestly, how much information that you're giving. So, basically, anytime you fill out a profile, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, or anything else, you're essentially giving you know, one, you're giving company data, which is fine to an extent, obviously. I know that we have a big controversy about data, but you're actually giving just random people, followers, friends, or, you know, any type of that type of stuff, your information about you. Um, for us, obviously, we run a website and stuff, so you have our first and last name. That's fine. You probably kind of know where we're located at in Austin because obviously we have a, uh, you know, we date where we're at so you can contact us. You also may not know your email is widely available. In some cases, your phone number is widely available, depending on where you place it as well. And so, I guess the whole point of this episode and show is people don't realize how much they're actually giving away by stuff. Because we will kind of talk about doxing and kind of how, obviously, that is bad. But there's a lot of times that you almost actually dox yourself. Yeah, like, so this is a lot, This, I mean, we're not going to offer any damn solution to the problem. <laughs> we're just going to tell you, 
Um, how essentially, at least in, at least in my my perspective, like how essentially we contribute to it. Like obviously, it doesn't excuse people doing shitty things with our information, but at the end of the day, like we've become such an intimately like connected society that we don't hesitate in saying, oh yeah, I am located in Austin, Texas. Or like for us, because we run a website, when we go to conventions, we say where we're going because that is good marketing. And that is usually what the, I mean, depending on the stipulations of the press agreement, they want you to market that you're going to be covering them because it's marketing for them. But what that also does is if you have an online stalker and you tell them that you're going to be at PAX West in, you know, a few days, they know that they can find you at PAX West. Correct. But I mean, obviously, those are kind of more large uh, situations where obviously PAX West has like, what, 80,000 people. So finding you in a crowd of 8,000 people is a little different. But what people don't realize is obviously it doesn't seem like it kind of, at least in my opinion, what I've seen is it kind of diminished of people doing it a lot less. Um, but you have, like, apps, like, I think it was, uh, I believe it's Foursquare, I believe? Yeah, Foursquare, Foursquare and Swarm? Yes, that, like, or in even general Facebook of checking in. And what people don't realize is, one, when you check in somewhere, one, you obviously give people your exact location. But by doing so, you also give them, essentially, the city, your state, your city, your zip code, and location. And then anybody with a common... If you look at your profile, you can pretty much almost just spread it on a map and kind of almost break down exactly within probably a few block radius of where you live. Yeah, because it's, I mean, because like when you stop and you think about it, like at the end of the day, unless we're doing something that's like extremely special, the majority of us who check in at places frequently, we're checking in at places frequently by our houses close to where we live and honestly, it's one of the scary things when you think about like all the sorts of check-ins is if you check in every third thursday of the month because that's when a big movie release comes out at you know at alamo draft house and the specific one you're at then if somebody is watching what you're doing they know that on the first thursday of every month you're going to be there and it gets a little scary when you start thinking when you start thinking about people doing that now i never check in on like a public on so like I, I use my Facebook I check out my Facebook but I don't I don't add anybody to my Facebook because that's there's like a barrier I think between Facebook and Twitter where Facebook are people that I actually know and Twitter is literally just the entire damn Twitter sphere yeah um I guess also because obviously we've caught a lot of this because we've done one obviously working just as a website and doing other stuff and kind of not really you know, being, I guess, putting yourself out there as people do media, but I know this comes out big along with Twitch, because Twitch, Twitch, another streaming platform where you have video content, has also put your, uh, ran into a lot of problems and such, so, like, people don't realize when you wear t-shirts about, like, specific places or specific restaurants, especially local restaurants, because um, one thing said, I went to McDonald's, it's another thing to say, I went to, like, I, I couldn't, I don't even I don't want to say whatever, a local restaurant that's around here, but you know, like. I went to Central Point Station, which yeah. for, I only think that there's one in that random Texas city that we've seen before. Like, yeah, it, it like if there is, if there is a, a chain that is specific to your city, maybe don't post that you're going to it a lot. 
Yeah, but I guess what people don't realize is like the background of your photos and the background or even what you're wearing sometimes because people wear like, you know, I wore my high school t-shirt or like a lot of people have had issues where they wear their children's high school t-shirts or like support stuff and you're like, oh, my child go to, you know, this high school or this middle school. Well, that's not hard to find. Yeah, we've gone to a couple of, uh, I think PAX East was the last one we had gone to, but it was a streaming while marginalized uh, panel. And they were talking about ways to protect yourself because of the amount of, like, stuff, you know, the essentially just bigotry that happens in chat and, like, harassment that happens. And uh, there were people on the panel who had been doxxed. And they explained that, like, you can remove yourself from the internet using the white pages, but... Ultimately, if there is anything about your stream that shows where you live, even tangentially, you're putting yourself at risk. And so they talked a lot about making sure that you kind of like curate a public persona, if anything. Um, you curate your your stream and your video. Like, don't have a cup from the restaurant that's only available in your city on your desk and use that. Don't Because when people get obsessive like that, they will look at those things. And that's the scary thing is like every little thing that you put out there is is giving somebody another piece into your life. That being said, the more that you do focus on content creation, your hands are kind of tied because you need to promote yourself. You need to promote where you're going. You need to promote your location because a lot of the times if you don't promote your location, then people won't reach out to you for events that are going on in that place. And so it, it kind of forces this like really like the Internet puts us in like this constant all the time self-marketing scheme where we have to use our information. But then at the same time, it also puts that information in front of people who could potentially be doing some pretty shitty things. Yeah, I guess outside of like, I guess get before we get into doxing stuff, I guess it's the main thing because we've ran into this with other people of like they complain of like somebody knows, you know, where I'm at or they you know they're gonna they know this stuff or they're looking or they said something to me and I'm like yeah but you also posted to you went here yesterday of course they have a general idea of where you live at and so obviously doxing's bad and we'll get into that in a second but just how much data and information you are actually putting out for not only whether it be a company or just the general public and thing, I just don't think people realize anymore. I know we get mad at Facebook, like, oh, they collected all my data and they give it. Yeah, but most of the time you pretty much told them exactly what you were doing, how many kids you yeah. had, what your dog is, and, you know, your house. You took pictures of your house. Heck, I can Google map that. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's, that's definitely the other thing, too, is, like, I think that there, because we haven't really been at this type of, I don't want to say crossroads, but like this kind of like intersection between public and and private life before the advent of things like social media, I think that it's really easy for people to blame companies over blaming themselves. Um, Like obviously, like if a company sells your data, okay, whatever. But at the end of the day, when you when you do sign into these apps and you do sign into these you know, these social media platforms, you are giving them their you are giving them permission to use what you look at, what you type, for them to run machine learning and learn your habits to then sell you things. Like those types of algorithms, like, I mean, obviously a really smart person has to make, but like those types of things are things that you opt into by agreeing to use that platform. It's shitty, 
But if you're going to use a free platform, they're going to use that to make money. Otherwise, they cannot provide you that service. Which I obviously is shit. In fact, that we have terms and services are now like probably 700 pages. They are, and that sucks. But now, I, to me, that's just, probably more of an issue than like not necessarily the biggest issue. But I have an issue with that per se because your terms and service don't need to be you know longer than entire books. No, they don't. And they so, don't, like, really I think if you can make people break that down with you know legal jargon or that we always do into more simplistic things of like your terms and services have to be like two pages yeah and to me i'm like obviously the legal ramifications of that but it's one of those i just feel like if you can't put your terms and services in like maybe two pages max then there's probably something else going on yeah no that's fair i think that's really fair i do also know that a lot if not all social big social media platforms they have like they have to allow you to turn off those features and but that requires you taking the extra step and going into your privacy settings and saying what you want and don't want and what you want and don't want them to do um which a lot of people don't do and a lot of it takes like going into like advanced privacy settings and everything like that um but i mean i don't know like yeah companies are shady but i'm also like Karen, if you don't want people to know that you have a child, don't post 200 pictures of your child. Correct. Yeah, so that's like the, probably the whole point of your internet profile want, reason why we want to do this because it's been this whole thing of like everybody blaming everything else and we get it like whether it be doxing or everything else or company doing your data, that's bad. But at the end of the day, you can't protect, you know, obviously you can't protect yourself from everything, but there are quite a bit of things that you can actually do and if you just take a step back and realize what all you're actually putting out there and you know stuff that you don't think about the funny thing i look at people do these birthday things or their name things they're like pick out my name my my you know my new superhero name based on your birthday and i'm like cool i now know when you were born yeah that's the other thing too is like so many of these like hey choose act like uh what is it uh, your superhero name is the name of your first pet and the the name of the city you live in. Like, dude, those are password protect questions. You do not need to be answering any of those things. Yeah, I got so many people's birthdays just because they answer this and think it's cool. And people don't realize that's just one way to farm actual data from people. Yeah. You think it's fun because I'm now Captain extremo or something but guess what i know that you were born on august 14th of 20 of 1994 yep so but no stuff like that i think people stop and realize i mean because they can be fun and obviously that you know stuff like it's just nonchalant you don't think they matter and in the grand scheme of thing they probably don't but if you are worried about any types of stuff of people wondering like how do you know this about me well you gave it to me yeah so I guess we're moving on there from giving out things to, I guess, actual doxing. Can you kind of, you've obviously probably dealt with this more because you're a lovely department than I have. And so. If you wanna... <laughs> yeah, people in my department got doxed. Yeah, so doxing is essentially, this, and this is a simplistic, but doxing is the effect of taking everybody, taking somebody's personal information. So this usually entails phone number, address, place of work, 
those like really important things that you don't ever want anybody knowing unless you personally give it to them and putting it on the internet or circulating it specifically within circles to target people. Um, doxing is also how you wind up with people getting swatted. And if you don't know what SWAT it is, that's the effect where somebody calls the SWAT team and sends them to your house and has resulted in deaths. Um, Which so, I have a whole other issue with that. of a whole like, other issue with SWATting. Like, why are like, we why actually police, killing people yeah. here at this point? But but anyways. Yeah, like one, the person should have sent it to, them, to their house, to the police shouldn't be using that excessive force when they're We opened like, fire because we got a phone call. Yeah, no, I, I understand. But still... <laughs> That, like those two things are intertwined, um, and doxing can happen for any reason. Um, somebody just has to want to do it. Um, is a specific event that I recognized, and our faculty told all of the grad students to take our information off of the off of the website. Um, was when faculty members signed a okay. Campus carry was getting passed in Texas. Um, that would directly affect UT. UT has been subject to two different school shootings, one while I was there. Um, and faculty and grad students overwhelmingly did not want this. Um, so faculty members publicly signed a petition, as did grad students, I signed it, um, telling people that they were fed up. So they put their full name and department Full name and department. In in the state of Texas, all I need is your full name to look you up to see what you get paid. And when you go through that, you can easily find addresses and things. This led to people getting suspicious packages, death threat calls, death threat letters, and led to pretty much an extreme security presence in our building because of that. This was also compounded on the fact that it was because they didn't want guns on campus, so these are pro-gun people doing this, and it was the Religious Studies Department, which people already didn't like us, and we already got strange calls and death threats just for the fact that we did that stuff, uh, which is the historical study of religion, or the devil's work, as some of those people said. So, yeah. Most of the time, people just need a first name and last name, especially if you're depending on what type of work you do. If you do any sort of public facing work, people can find you with those two things. Um, yes. And it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, because we even talked about doing podcasts because we've had ran into this. I remember back a long, long time ago when we first started out this, I remember the first podcast we recorded you like set all the information. I was like, yeah, we're going to delete this. And you're like, what? I'm like, you gave somebody way too much information. Because you just basically said, oh, I went here, here, and here, and this is my name. I probably would have been doxxed by now if it weren't for Matt. <laughs> probably. <But> no. <laughs> because they can't, you can't control, obviously, so the thing, the difference between, like, what we talked about before in doxing is, these people, obviously, are going to go through any means necessary to find you. Yes. So, whether it be, you know, like I said, looking up stuff, paying for information, or just you know, putting a bunch of clues together. The other part is just you actually doing this nonchalantly, which would probably either help them, per se, which you don't think about it. But regardless of what you do, you can be the, like, because I'm pretty, I want to say I'm pretty good at not giving my information out, even though sometimes I'm like, I don't mind. Regardless, people can still dox you, and it still happens, no matter what you do, unless you just clean yourself and just never, you know, you basically can't work in media. Unless you are Ron Swanson. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, because, like, when you think about it, like, everybody that we've ever given a business card to has our full names, email addresses, and um, phone numbers. Correct. Which you can find out all those things. You can find out people's IP addresses from their emails. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, like, that people probably don't interest to uh, talk about. And I think I brought this up with you one time we discussed this of, like, usually the people that are doxing or you get mad or even, like, the, the troll, you know, they talk about, like, all the trolls and, you know, we make stuff on the internet. These aren't just, you know, like, this person lives in their mom's basement and all those, you know, the jokes we brought up with people going up, but whether nerds, geeks, or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, these people now learn computers. <laughs> yeah. These no. aren't people just doing normal stuff anymore from, like, whatever thing. These are people, like, they work in IT all the time. Yeah, like, obviously that is based on a stereotype. But Correct. at the same time, I would say almost every person we've met in real life or have talked to outside of Twitter who is from comic books Twitter has, like, an IT job running diagnostics or getting information. Like, actually, like, when you think about it, like, I, like, it... it there are a lot of roles in the world that may not even necessarily be dealt directly with IT stuff, but there are a lot of research positions at companies where your entire job is to find people. Yes. You can abuse that skill for bad. Yeah, and but, but I mean, I, just I even do, out of the... St- oops, sorry, go No, like I was going to say, I was like, I think more likely than not, working in this age and like coming coming of age in 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 this kind of like world like you have to be good in these things and i i do think although it's a stereotype of people of you know geeks or nerds whatever you want to call them being like highly technological or like a like loving of technology um there is a lot of overlap there yeah which is what i was going to say of like as much as we talked about the stereotypes you're not finding the traditional farmer anymore People are working with computers in almost everything they do now. Yeah. I mean, we even make the joke with, like, McDonald's or even, like, now how we, one, we order our pizza online. We don't even talk to people anymore. (laughs) Or, you know, we have these self-serve menus and everything of, like, people who have, you know, are getting jobs now regardless have, and even in schools of, like, you're being taught basic computer skills. You're being taught things way above even you and I were taught growing up far as computer-wise. So... And, you know, if you make it easy for somebody, anybody that can, you know, basically knows what the interwebs is, can probably do something. And whether you're IT or not, I mean, I just think about, like, I guess some other jobs. Even just being able to, like, know how to use Google. Yeah. Like, I've... like That's a skill, surprisingly. Yeah, like, I've interviewed for some jobs where, like, the thing you have to do is run an advanced Boolean search... In Google, called an X-ray, which will literally pick up any single freaking thing that you put in there, and that's not something that is necessarily needed or like only needed by jobs by by a specific skill set. That's something you can learn really yep. easily. Like it's quotations and parentheses and and ands and ors. Like it's not hard. <laughs> um, but like I, I do want to say too, like especially when it comes to doxing, I do think that it is this thing where people think about it when it's too late, right? Like yes. Um, 
specifically when you start thinking about like comic skate stuff so like whenever you get like the attention of comic of a comic skater you're kind of like oh shit they they are they in my opinion they're probably the worst like hate community so and when i say worse as in like they have been noted for doing more than just flooding your twitter account they will dox and they will swat which makes them really scary but it's one of those things is that a lot of people don't think about what can happen until they've gotten their attention already and by then it's already terrifying yep um i mean it's like so i mean i was pretty public about it on twitter but like when i got uh i wrote an article and that article got uh picked up by a dark web nazi site and they ridiculed me and they ridiculed the thing i was talking about and they were very scary capital n nazi like the scariest crap i have ever read and when matt read more in and found out that they are very dangerous people i was like oh god what kind of information can they get for me oh my god are they gonna dox me like it i mean none of that happened but it was one of those things that like that like I was thinking about that fear, but I had done nothing to protect myself up until that point, which puts me at an extreme disadvantage of protecting myself at that point. Yep. Which kind of leads into this last part. This is going to be about you because apparently this is a prototypical internet profile things, apparently. But what you want to talk about, what are called deep fakes, apparently. I didn't know we were doing the deep south here, but sure. Yeah, so deepfakes are actually really terrifying, and you can find them on GitHub, by the way. You can find people's code for deepfakes. But essentially, deepfakes is a portmanteau of deep learning and fake, and it's a technique that uses uh, image synthesis based on artificial intelligence. So essentially what it does is it uses these machine learning algorithms to put together different... So if I have a video of... um, there is one that they did with like President Obama and Jordan Peele, but like if you like, if you take a picture, if you take a video of of, of uh, President Obama talking on one side and you take a picture of Jordan Peele talking on the other side, and you run the machine learning learning algorithm, what the AI will do is it will match all of the points that those faces align and match up, and then what you can do is you can actually um, swap that face on to the other one because the machine learning um GAN I think is what it is the it attaches it seamlessly and you can essentially make people look like they're doing things that they're not this has mainly been a problem with like celebrity porn <laughs> um, uh, or revenge porn like that's pretty much like where this has come from but it has started being used to make like uh fake news and stuff like that as well as like hoaxes but the reason that I wanted it, and we can talk about this more in a different episode, but I wanted to bring it up for the internet profile is because they do this with videos that you take of yourself and sound and sound bites that you have from yourself. So as people who have streamed in the past and have archived videos of us on the internet, as well as people who do weekly podcasts, there's a lot of actual audio and visual contact. Uh, content of us out there that could be used for malicious means now this technology is really expensive and it is at a higher level that not just everybody can do it but technology moves fast and that can change really easily really quickly all it takes is just one really good hack on the ai itself and it will work 
for a lot less. Which I think we might even get into into because when you first said this and explained this, the first thing that came to mind was facial recognition technology, which has been another thing. Because as much as we love the uh, Snapchat filter, if everybody turned themselves either to a man or a woman, um, you don't realize that there's a lot of stuff that can be taken with you taking those pictures and those filters. Yeah, the deep type of I, the like the actual like, and I've learned a lot about this recently. And just because, like, the nature of my job, but, like, the the deep level of machine learning that goes into running a simple Snapchat filter is insane. Like, ugh. But which, yes. is, which is probably one of those, like, while you have fun with it, they're using the technology to build actual stuff and where they actually get their money from outside of probably ads. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also the deep fake uh, that it was it was a lot easier. I mean, it was, I, it was a deep fake and that it was really well, well done, but it also could just easily be like a Photoshop of somebody where essentially like they photoshopped a celebrity's face on a model's body that was modeling like a, a T-shirt from like a clothing company. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that because like, there are people who stream for 5,000 hours and they're like, yes, I've streamed for 5,000 hours. I'm like, yeah, now somebody has 5,000 hours of video of you to make it, that could, if they had intent, make it seem like you're doing something that you're not. Yep. So All but, uh, the world is a lie. Well, we knew that. <laughs> well, I think that should be about it. Wrapping up, I guess, our very first episode of um, Insert Name. <laughs> if you want to yeah yeah um so now that we're wrapped up uh we do want to tell you if you want to hear all of the other episodes that we have coming out make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash but why though b-u-t-w-h-y-t-h-o and uh subscribe to us on, or yeah subscribe to us on patreon at the five dollar tier you get access to this show and others so if you liked what you heard uh, come support our website. And you can find me on Twitter at OmamithRandier. Matt? I'm not giving you any of my information. We just did my internet profile. That's fair.